So, guys, here it comes. Uh, a whole bunch of trailers dropped this week. We had what? What was it, Bo? We had Guardians 2, Logan, Aquaman talk. I mean, it's all movies, man, movies. So it's me, Bo, and once again, Pete, just to quickly <laughs> talk about and catch up on what the hell is what with these trailers and why are they not out yet? Because <laughs> right. I want to see some movies. I'm your freak of the Anyway, Logan trailer. Logan trailer. Your opinion Logan on the Logan trailer. trailer, Pete. A lot of these X movies have been feeling like not movies. They've been feeling mm-hmm. like they've just been doing these um, let's get familiar cameos with as many people that you know from the comics as possible and give a through line for you to follow loosely. Here's the villain. Big spectacle. Credits. The end. And th- I'm talking about the Fox, the Fox Marvel oh, movies. Yeah, sure, sure. And the same thing goes for the X Men. They just name—I mean, the Wolverine movies—they just name drop some stuff, introduce some people, and go about go about their business. Credits, cut the check. This one feels like it might actually be a movie. That's what I felt through it. It's like they gave attention to the the way the film was. It was grainy and dry. They gave a, 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 a attention to tone because all the X Men tones have been kind of snarky, but all have that weird T two like background to it and then all the modern x movies have been like snarky but have that like um young teen a young teen novel lighting to it you know it's like right so they've been one or the other and now this one feels like an actual movie they're bringing their a game to like make a story that you could follow and give a damn about is it too little too late i don't care i want to see my man you jackman go off on a high note (laughs) you know even if the rest of the x series sucks but at least he goes out on a good note. That's what I'm hoping for. Kudos to that. Cheers, I hope. And you, Pete. Yeah, man, I completely agree with all that. You know, uh, this brought up a couple things for me, this trailer. So first off, you're totally right. That's the distinction is this movie feels like I saw somebody tweet about this. They were like, you know, I'm so excited that peop- that somebody's making a movie that is small and concentrates on character because all the other X films where you're right, they were just giant ensembles with just crazy mess. Uh, this one is this one doesn't even have to be a superhero movie. This one feels like No Country for Old Men with Wolverine. You know, it's like yeah. a really cool, interesting, moody. Right. Right. Yeah. Like it does. You could take the claws away and it would probably still be cool. Um, so I like that. Just making uh, him a bad it, man, you know. <laughs> just, yeah. Just. Yeah. Uh, the, the soundtrack choice of cover. Holy crap. Perfect. You're totally right about that. bro. Like that was yeah. like ch- like chilling almost like this is this is something I need to see right now. Um, and but but instantly I was struck with this idea that this yeah this will be his last you know like i'm not going to get hugh jackman as wolverine anymore and then i was struck with two things i was struck with the idea that they're going to have to recast at some point if they want to make more x-men movies and that's a weird idea who who could and then i thought you know what everybody complained at how different hugh jackman was from the comic book movie the comic book wolverine and i love the comic book wolverine probably my favorite character of all time but i realized with hugh jackman he's a better wolverine and what i mean by that is um there's something like cooler about him as the, the presence that Hugh brings, the style that he brings, he makes him a hero. I know in the comic, Wolverine he's took a, a long time to get there. He's, feather. A he's still a hero, but he took a long time to get there. And he was almost a little too anti-hero for too long, which is totally fine, by the way. And it's totally and fine thug, in the comic. Yeah, he was a thug for a while. Yeah, yeah, and that's okay. But I, and I didn't know I needed something else until I saw the Hugh Jackman version. And then I realized that's an awesome Wolverine. That's a Wolverine I can, like, feel really good about. 
Um, anyway, so I'm I'm a little torn because I don't know what's what's the future for that character. Now. You're in love with the charisma that Hugh Jackman brings to Wolverine first and foremost. You know I mean, I it's am. like hard to just put that aside because, like, yeah, while he's very different from Wolverine, the charisma the charis the charisma of the actor charismata. It's like the brain <laughs> charisma. The charismata of the actor just comes through so much that you forget that he is nothing like Wolverine and the fact that he wants to deliver. Like, he will work his butt off to make it work. And Absolutely. he does. He did. You feel it. And it's there in spite of the director because he's been in several crappy movies. And no matter what, Wolverine comes out of those movies awesome. Yeah, true. <laughs> now, I, I kind of agree with both of you guys on the most part. I like the idea of a smaller purpose-driven plot that isn't so weighed down with so many other characters and subplots and other plots and they're going to blow up the world, space hole, enter here. And with it just being Wolvie, the story can just be the fact, exactly, the story can just be the fact that he's, you know, his power's on the fritz. And this is sort of like his last run, his sort of, you know, run off into the sunset, and he gets to do it on his terms, regardless of whether he thinks he can walk away from it or not. And I, that's for a compelling story. That yeah. lets the actor and the writing sort of sing that this is, you know, what makes, we, Mike and I have talked about many times about what makes Wolverine compelling now versus what made him compelling early. Early on, it's his ultraviolence and his inability to control himself. Later on, it's his his necessity for violence, but him sort of just tempered by all the experiences and just sort of this worn down old warhorse. And that makes him much deeper than just the guy with the ultraviolence. Don't get me wrong, I love Wolverine and ninjas. Like throw ninjas for days at Wolverine and just watch the slaughter begin. But when you get past that, it's sort of like for us as 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 middle-aged men you know this okay when we were young we did stupid and now we're sort of like mending from all the physical things that we did and we're looking down the pipe at sort of like this reserve of okay i need to make this last and i need to really think about what's important to me as opposed to defining myself through my physicality and hugh jackman is perfect for this the scarification on his character the dark tones it doesn't have to be bled out it's just grim and gritty looking and there's even in the trailer, there's sort of this idea of this like glimmer of hope for something more. And there's this glimmer of hope with uh, Patrick Stewart holding down this very old and wizened looking Professor X. Playing his actual age. Playing his actual <laughs> age. And clearly uh, what, what appears to be X-23 as sort of like the person who will take this torch and move on past him. In many ways, I kind of hope that he dies in this. And it's a really rough thing to say, but it's it would be him going out on his terms being the best he is at what he does, and then showing X-23, this is what we do. It's kind of the fight only way to can fight. Yeah, 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 it's very old control. I mean, this is, it's basically Sorry, the no professional. Control, yeah, it is. It's that or it's the professional, you know, with, with Leon. It's, uh, Great you know thing. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, like you said, it's him training the next generation and realizing that his work is done. But I love what you said about, you know, the idea that his strength used to be his ferocity and whatever, but he's been through so much and he sees that war is a constant. And, and like to have the, the wisdom of years five five or six times what a normal human would have experienced lifetime wise so he has the breadth of of history that no one else really has right just because he's lived through so much and finally to be i mean it's almost like the, the old vampire movies where like you know they're a little sad because they're gonna live forever and they get to watch everybody die and it's interesting to have wolverine someone who but his never is different had, his is no, different. i know it's a bit of a different redemptive path you mentioned before and how when we were younger we liked the savagery and violence and stuff like that. That's the thing about today's viewer and comic book reader. They're automatically, this is what's showing that the evolution of, our, of people in general. 
because the average young reader is already past that. St- they don't care about the violence. They got rid of that when they were a kid. And they actually want more story. It's weird. But they do like the cool violence and they do like the cool mindlessness. Don't get it wrong. But not as much as we did when we were younger. It was new for us. It's not new for them. Yeah, yeah. they probably were growing up around it all the time. And they're like, oh, it's, it's played cool. out. Yeah, it's played, played out. out. It's, for us, oh, it's dead. Like, I mean, it still works. Clearly, Bayformers makes tons of money, but... Um. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, that's a whole... makes a whole bunch of money because you don't have to think too much with those movies. And you don't want me to break in on my theory of how, no matter how much I hate Michael Bay, he's a no, directorial no. genius. I, we've, <laughs> we've talked about this. He's, he is a genius in many ways. It's ironic, but... <laughs> how dare he turn the mirror on me? Anyway. He's a directorial... He's such a freaking... Uh. Let's move on to the one of the other trailers, which was Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which was very short and very sweet. That was awesome. <laughs> they've, they've nailed that sort of quintessential 80s feel for that, and I love it. They have their own feel, their own theme. It does. Mm-hmm. And seeing the baby Groot on Racker Raccoon's shoulder, you know, switching roles for them, seeing uh, Drax giving him the hug. Yeah. And just give, just give, like here, I'm loving you anyway. It's showing it's, an evolution in Drax because there was a lot of levels of that conversation that was beyond Drax in the previous movie. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Just them touching base with the dynamic between Gamora and uh, and him, just sort of like, do they, will they, won't they? And it's like, yeah, no. And 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 getting full on, full on fin headed Yondu. Finally, I <laughs> ranted about that for so long. I'm Full like, I read this comic. Yondu. Where's my red fin Yondu? Did they you gave ever, it to me. Did you ever read Guardians of the Galaxy? I never did, no. It's okay. You're not missing anything because um, this is not following any of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I got that sense. I got that sense. Yeah, now, this is one. loosely based on the second version of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which, not to get too confusing for too long, which is the first version of the Guardians of the Galaxy because the actual comic of the Guardians of the Galaxy was of a team in the future who who named themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy based off of a team from the past that never oh, came up in comics. But now comics said, let's make that team. Right, <laughs> you know? right. And it consisted of nobodies. I like, out of everyone I know, I think I'm the only one that read Rocket Raccoon's four-issue mini, uh, uh, miniseries when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, like I, oh, wow. back when he was in the green jumpsuit and stuff like that, saving his, like, his, crit, his cosmic critter people. <laughs> you know? <laughs> But, but I yeah. like it because, again, it's just they've drawn enough from the material, the, the elements from the material that are that resonate well with people. Everybody knows somebody like Drax. Everybody knows somebody like Rocket. Everybody like there's there's definite archetypes within their characters that sort of fit this strange, weird. It's the family you choose kind of sort of. I don't know who you hanging out but, with that you know somebody like Drax. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. You stop hanging around these murdery dudes, okay? <laughs> murdery drunkards who lost their family are not the kind of company you should be keeping, Bo. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. He does miss an awful lot of the standard social cues, sir. Okay, I do um, know people like Rocket, you know, crass, angry people who like want to collect a lot of guns. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know people okay. like that. But they, the dynamics are fun. I like that they're keeping the tone that was set in the first one. And this one, uh, for all intents and purposes, is about family. It's about, you know, what's a family? Who's a family? Who's my dad? You're my dad. Everybody knows by this point, Kurt Russell is going to be Ego the Living Planet, and he's going to be Star-Lord's dad. Spoilers. That's awesome Oops. casting. But yeah, like if by now, if I, if I had to put a spoilery statement in this by now, because it's been months, but basically it's still that fam- that family dynamic for them. And it, I just, I'm happy. There's just enough of it in it to keep me interested. I got to ask what? a question. Go on, Pete. 
Oh, just to say, though, real quick, what I like is, you know, we got the origin story out of the way, so now we can finally get to the good stuff. I always feel like the first movie in a, in a team-up movie like this, you just try to get it out of the way so you can get to the good stuff. So, yeah, yeah but, I, I think this one's going to rock in a lot of ways. But that's what's cool about it is technically you never did any of the origins of actual characters. What you did was right. the origin of the so, team, the team. No, which you're right. gives it so much room to go deeper into the characters the way you should with an ensemble that do not have their own individual movies to do this. I feel like this is going to be more about Gamora because, you know, Nebula's in it again. You know, so you're going to get that dynamic. So, but here's what I want to ask you. What could go wrong with these movies? Logan, let's start with that. What can go wrong? Okay, I'll, I'll field this one first if you guys don't mind. Yeah, of course. Well, I was going to start with you anyway, Bo, because you have the most negative, negative vibe when it comes to the Fox X movies. Fox <laughs> X movies are easy to pick on. Let's They've be stroked you the bad way the longest. All right. If the, the things that could go wrong with Logan, for example, are it just turns into this very dour, hopeless, uh, you know, smash fest where it's just running and smashing and, and running and smashing, lather, rinse, repeat, running and smashing until the end where he dies. Um, that, I think, would be a travesty with so much potential to work with there. Um, if it turns into a glorified sort of uh, hot potato car chase, you know, I have... I have the Triforce key and I'm keeping it away from everybody's sort of scenario with X-23. Logan's run the Mad Max edition? Exactly. Oh, Jesus. Um, that's, that's possible. Um, it could also be a zero fucks to give on the part of Fox because they're planning to use it as a, uh, a sounding board transition for a whole nother thing. And they could just say, whatever, we just want to put butts in the seats and let's put as much ultraviolence in this as we can because it's the last one with Hugh Jackman anyway. Lastly, it can be very walking deady. It could be so dour and so grim and so bleak because nobody's around and everything's bleak. And, you know, just cue, uh, you know, the violin music. What's going on? I don't know, but everybody's dead and there's nothing around for miles. And then some 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 Hugh Jackman growling. Exactly. Chesticle swinging. Um, so it could go south, but I don't think it will. I feel like. There's enough meat and potatoes on that plate for them to get something right. That they should not be able to fuck this one up. However, I have watched amazing trailers before and <laughs> saw the movie and thought, wow, someone's really good at cutting and editing because I did not see that at all. Uh, Suicide Squad, I'm talking about you. Because um, that could have been amazing and it just fell face first. Pete looks like he's in shock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't agree more with that. Holy crap! I wanted. I was so excited about Suicide Squad, Squad based on the trailer, and then just uh, those I trailer editors need to get paid more. Yeah, for that one, <laughs> they, yeah, they, they need Eddies for themselves. Like who who cut the best trailer from the worst crap this year? <laughs> totally. Go on, Pete. Well, I, I totally agree. So with with Logan, you know the trailer's amazing, and then and then they did the ending thing. Your trailers follow a format, obviously. So they set up the the pacing and the dourness and the you know that. And then they launch all the action stuff at you at the very end. So it's, you know, um, so you get that one shot where Wolvie is like jumping through the air at, at a crazy height. It didn't bother me on its own, but it reminded me of the stupid motorcycle jump up to the helicopter in the first Wolverine, which is a total. Anyway, my point is, um, <laughs> if, if that's the direction they're going, is the like CG throwing Wolverine at stuff, and then it's going to be a mess. If they've learned nothing from the first, you know, from the mistakes of the first two, then it'll be a mess. If they. If Hugh Jackman has a little more to say about it, it'll be amazing because he'll ground it. He'll make it more, you know, more character based and more of what we're expecting, which is a Wolverine who wants to pass on a legacy and leave something behind. 
uh, and not. I mean, he's. It's, it reminds me a little bit of Gran Torino too, in the sense that, like, you guys ever see that? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Right. Oh, like, it could just dude. be. You know. Just, just looking at the Reavers, I'd stack you five high. <laughs> like, holy yeah. shit, Wolverine! Yeah, totally. Is yeah. That... Or like, oh, Unforgiven. You know, it's like Wolverine's like, you expect me to be the super badass, but. See, I, I have to do it. Thanks, thanks Pete. I want to see this now. I want to see Clint Eastwood as older Wolverine. Older, older man, man Logan. <laughs> older <laughs> man Logan. Just, just paper faced and really thin and old. Just like, I don't care about your mutants. Yeah, totally. You keep totally. complaining about society. Do something for yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's. But I agree. I think it, it has the potential and probably will be the best of the bunch. The best my, of all. My so. worry, my worry is honestly speaking, is like. I just fear the old-fashioned bait-and-switch. Too many times with trailers, they set up a, a tone that um, writers and directors are like, well, that's not what we were going for, but people like that trailer. Let's re-edit it to be more like that. Exactly. <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. That's the world we're living in right now, too, where, where a studio goes, oh, we focus group this, and now we got to... Yeah, maybe that always happens. I don't but. want the bait-and-switch. Like It sets up this dour, like uh, dark and emotional thing that isn't exactly in the movie where it's just like, you know, that he gets into a couple of fights, but it's mostly just him hanging around with the old bald guy and a kid, right. <laughs> you know, which could be a good character story in and of itself. But if That's you're going, yeah, if you're going in expecting one thing and you get something completely else, but then the directors, but then the, the directors forced to edit the thing that wasn't that into what it, you thought it was. Oh, hold on. That's never happened before. Man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? And that, 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 that's my worry. That's, that's like, because, but we'll tell you, I am pretty, pretty redeeming when it comes to movies. I let a lot of stuff go. Like, and um, if, it, if it entertains me for the time it has, like, it really has to really be bad. I mean, the standards and practices that I go against movies is like, as long as you're not Rocky V or Dreamcatcher, <laughs> you know, you have a bonus from me coming. <laughs> and, and that allows me the perfect segue transition to Aquaman movie. Boom, boom, boom. I didn't catch yeah. an Aquaman trailer. Was there an Aquaman trailer? No, there's not a trailer, but there is talk about the overall tone and element for the Aquaman movie. And it's going to be a swashbuckling adventure. Okay. That could be fun. <laughs> like, Pir like Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> I, you know what? That. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is, that, is that what they're trying to do? People may be a little pirated out, but hey, you know what? Um, they didn't say pirates. They said swashbuckling adventure that can sure. be yeah, look, all I know over someone, the place. I know someone personally who, as long as Jason Momoa takes his shirt off at least three times, they're going to go see it. Oh, it won't ever be on, I don't think, will it? Yeah, probably not. If it's up to his wife, it'll always be off. She knows how to market her husband. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, Dude, check out that man. Crap. Lisa Bonet has powers. I'm just telling you, she has. Are you married to? Yes. Yes. Damn. Good for him. Yeah, she rocked the cradle though. <laughs> yeah, but who cares, man? She's like. Yes, like, exactly. She's uh, immortal. Oh. Yeah, she's. Yeah, <laughs> we've just but accepted so, Lisa Bonet is immortal. You heard it here fine. first, Lisa <laughs> Bonet. If if a hundred years from now you're wondering who that old lady is with that zombie lich dude with the dreads, that's Lisa Bonet. And her undead husband, Jason Momoa. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so I find this idea interesting uh, as a movie element goes because I've watched a few adventure-esque movies uh, in the last five years, and they, they're dangerous. That's a slippery slope. Uh, what's his name? The Lone Ranger? Oh, wow. Holy crap. That was adventure-y. 
So sad mm. that that word means crappy movie now. Like adventure <laughs> should should mean an awesome movie. Adventure mm. who doesn't want to watch an adventure? But no, you're no, right, Bo. No, it's always like, like that's what they mean when they're like, we didn't really know how to do this, so we just kind of. No, a lot of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies were adventurous and they weren't crappy. The first one only. Every other one after that was crappy. <laughs> only the first one wasn't crappy. No, I'm serious. Only the first one was not crappy. I enjoyed. I can't, a lot of, I can't I, disagree I enjoyed, with Pete. I enjoyed a lot of the 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 the, the, the tones of the the next two. They weren't as good as the first. Oh, they were a mess. <laughs> but there was a lot of fun. They were the, they were the Suicide Squad, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then there's the new uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie. We're not coming going out into that. Back to that. back to Aquaman. I can't believe I said it, that. But back like to Aquaman. That, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, is piratey swashbuckling played out? Is this like a disaster waiting to happen, or do we think that there's enough I, I feel like uh, ideas here? To worry about than we do with just general DC fuckery. You know, like. It's dangerous. Dude. Just give like, up on them? What, what have they, got, they, 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 they taken, what have gotten right? They've, got yeah, nothing they've taken right. very easy premises and just movie-wise washed out, man. This is the problem with DC. Is like you, they could get right. you want them to do good, and you keep saying to yourself, maybe this one will be it. Yeah, but they, how, how much more are we going to take before we say no? Uh, because I mean, they're like, dealing with very loved characters. Green Lantern, Green Lantern was an adventure movie. Yeah, that was terrible. No, the, the mistake people keep making when they're saying, if you're, you're just DC haters, No. No, the I'm rule not. is, is we're absolutely not DC haters. We no, we want. I, I agree with you. We want them to win. We're just not giving any evidence. The, yeah, we. It, what the thing is, is we're not going to give in to desperation for crap. We're looking at this garbage you're putting out, and we're like, no. With all the money you bastards have, you can do better. <laughs> you damn Zack Snyder apologist. Well, I know they can because <laughs> the TV shows are great, so I know they could do better. Yes. The animation is good. The TV shows are good. Like oh. they bet. Uh, th- they bat well everywhere but, but the, the big screen. They do good everywhere but the big screen. And, it's mind-boggling. And you know what all those yeah. other things have in common? No studio interference, really. That, that- you know what it is? Actually, you, just, you guys just hit the, the, the nail on the head. So that's the issue. In those other areas, fear is not a driving factor. When no. you get into cinema... The decision making; these people are petrified. There's a lot more money at stake here. Look, okay, I'm not defending it. There's still a company that has no faith in comic book movies. The only reason they're still doing this is because, well, they're seeing all these successful comic book movies, and they have the oldest guys on the boat. You know, but But, at the same token, Mike Warner, this is not Warner Brothers' first foray into movie making. But it is for comic book movies. No, it's not. They've been doing Batman for years. Yeah, yeah, okay, look, no. To be honest with you, they've never done Batman. They've never done Batman. Batman has not been in the movie. What you've had is versions of the Bat not complete. Every version of Batman either does not have the detective or does not have the fighter. What they're, are you talking about? always missing something. Michael Batman, Keaton was the boss. No. Okay? Yes, he was the boss still fighting crazy people. Batman is a guy who can go one day from fighting sorcerers, ninjas, mutated claymen to fighting gangsters and freaking gimmicked ice, uh, ice bandits. Batman was across the board a guy who can go from fighting mobsters to fighting alongside Superman as one of the world's finest, and not a single movie has introduced a Batman that I am convinced can do that. Again, Michael Keaton, I am convinced, could have been that Batman. Go watch that movie okay? again. I, I don't have to. He did Bruce Wayne. He did Batman. He did the detecting. He did all the things. He was Only in the... the- oh, no, he did detective work. His Batman was stiff. I love the movies. Okay, let me let me give this exclamation. I loved the 1989 Tim Burton Batman movie starring Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. I absolutely adored them. But the thing is, is he did do the detective work. He wasn't a complete Bruce Wayne because he was kind of weird, uh, uh, introverted, and shy. 
and and quirky and stayed out of the public eye. Most people didn't even know what Bruce Wayne looked like in that movie. He threw a party. Vicky Vale, uh, Vicky vale didn't know who he was when she met him. <laughs> All right, he wasn't Bruce Wayne in that movie. He wasn't the 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 the, the playboy about town. Uh, which we can see you haven't seen the movie in a while. That's what it see, is. No, that's not. No, 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 no. It's I'm going to throw a flag on that one because she when she's talking who... to the report, the other guy, he's like, oh, yeah, Bruce Wayne. Because she was new to Gotham. Yeah, he, he didn't know who he was who either. He is. He met no, Bruce... he did. No, he didn't. Because they were talking to Bruce Wayne in the movie and didn't know it was Bruce Wayne. They knew about Bruce Wayne. Neither of them had met Bruce Wayne. But they didn't know him by freaking face. Media exists. They're part of it. <laughs> right? Okay, no, and then you saw him in his quiet moments or when he was on his date. He was weird and quirky. He wasn't Bruce Wayne. Um, the Batman element, the damaged part of Batman they got, the suit wasn't perfected. I'm not going to throw that on them because, you know, special effects are what they are. They didn't have the, the costume design to get him mobile in that suit. I won't throw that on them. Yeah, seriously, dude, you want to talk about yeah, yeah. 30, 40 pounds of latex. And, and he was just, he was just, he was a, a clown murdering maniac okay. <laughs> throughout the we, movie. We, we, we part ways. Pete. What are your feels on the original Batman? I, I I kind of agree with Bo. Like to me, he felt like the complete Batman. I I know what you're saying about him not being the right Bruce Wayne, and that's totally fine. Similar to what I feel about Logan. I mean, uh, how Hugh Jackman did that. That was that was his take on that. Was sort of this like Jekyll and Hyde, interesting kind of thing. I get it. He should have probably been more. And maybe that's what Ben Affleck will do better. Is he's more of the like playboy that you'd expect. So good talk, guys. All right, we were, we were the, the, a lot of the trailers were good. A lot of them were great. I hope the best is the outcome for most of these movies, for all of these movies, really, because I do not want to see a crappy movie. I'm tired of crappy movies. 2016 and your crappy movies be gone. <laughs> Viva la Doctor Strange. Woo! This was a fun talk. Uh, a shout out to all people involved. KO, Thunderstruck Studios, and once again, our like continuing guest, Pete Mitchell. It's great having you here. Thank you, man. So, until next time, see ya. Later, I will see you later. Bye bye.